The record button has been pressed, so it is time for... Going somewhere. Joel's finding the flow. Like, real philosophical sort of discussions. You know when people get high? <laughs> it's pure Joel. Don't count your fans before they hit. But, um, I think I'm open. I mean, I'm in my with. I think I'm gonna hit. Finding the flow with Joel Franklin. Special guest today is my nephew Alex. My nephew Alex is uh, up. to New York, um, he's he's visiting probably for the first time in a long, 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 long time, like nineteen years or so. Nineteen years, and how old are you? Um, twenty-one now. So basically, since you were two years old, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So it's been a very, very long time since Alex. I've I've seen Alex, but um, he he is my second oldest nephew, and but it feels more like. It's almost like cousins because because it's so you know we're so close in age, but I mean not not super close like not as close as my little brother Sean. My little brother Sean is twenty five, and uh, Alex's older brother Ian is twenty three. Right. And so there's really hardly any difference. They're practically brothers. <laughs> um. But uh, there's been a long time uh, in between that that you know a lot of things happened and uh, so we are where we are and we haven't seen each other in hardly forever hardly know each other and so it's like uh, we're kind of rekindling things and but uh, Alex makes it quite easy because he's a very friendly little guy. Well, I'm not little. I'm yeah. Kinda... You're a big guy. Yeah, big guy. <laughs> I guess I've always just I I've thought I remembered you. My only memories of you are since you've been like um, ten or younger, basically. Actually, yeah. six or younger. Oh yeah. Um, You're a real cute little babe. Oh yeah, that's when I was uh, still skinnies. <laughs> oh, kind of got away from like there, but yeah. yeah, I was still really lanky and just like my dad was for there yeah. for a while there. Uh, Todd Franklin. Yep, yep, my oldest brother. He, he, the, um, my oldest brother Todd had two boys, Ian and Alex. Um, and then it was quite quite a while before my my you know the next cousin, which was my brother Dave's first kid, which took another what ten years or something like that. Yeah. So really, they're they're kind of in the class of their own. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so now he's a twenty-one year old. He's a he's a strapping young man. And uh, he's he's you know it's it's very interesting to to have this this uh, situation going on. So um, uh, Alex was just talking to me about uh, a game that's like a surgeon uh, surgeon simulator surgeon uh, simulator, and that that's it sounds hilarious. And um, a lot of my uh, listeners are fans of the games. So I mean, I I think yeah. they they probably would have would have enjoyed the, that talk because he's basically talking about you know uh, uh, a, a a basically like a surgeon simulator game where it's just basically totally out there silly. to make you angry. Yeah, I I just like the concept of a of a surgeon simulator. Take a scalpel. Okay, here you know you're in first person doing a scalpel. Yeah, you have to control each finger by a single key press, and you can even grab the scalpel upside down and just. <laughs> so like the the there's lots of variables. Yeah. You could have you could 
every, every probably every uh, game is different. So um, I usually do some feedback, um, and there's only one podcast. There's actually we do this with a whole group of friends. Me and three friends all make podcasts every week. Okay, and so we kind of respond to each other, and uh, it's. We've created our own little culture, so some some of this is so inside stuff that we've been doing so long that it, you you would have no idea what we're talking about unless you listen to all four podcasts. Oh, but they're probably listening to us right now. <laughs> but yeah, they well they're not listening to us right now. This isn't live, but it, they will be listening to this, so it's almost like we're talking to them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Hey, other people. Hey, other people. I mean, they're they're my hardcore listeners. Every once in a while, you know, uh, some of my family listen, some friends listen. Um, it's a it's a fun thing, but it's pretty pretty you know close close uh i i'm actually i make an announcement on my podcast i've turned all my podcasts to private now setting on soundcloud and uh i i think i i like doing that because i feel like it's it feel it makes me feel more free to be able to do more what i want without having to worry about this being posted to for everyone to hear so you know that's nice and uh maybe it'll it'll affect how things go from the future maybe not i don't know but but either way um uh, that's, that's what's going on. So, so any older episodes, you can just request, uh, for links if you want. I doubt that's going to be happening. I, I might some point just make a whole list of links on my Facebook message board. So anyways, um, uh, I thought Dan was the only one that had a podcast last week and, uh, in between the podcast that I did last week and, I thought going through through his notes with, with Alex would be actually kind of co- cool uh, conversation starters. So um, first thing Dan was talking about was feedback being important, and it's true. I don't know if you ever had a group of friends that like you might suck at something, but if you have a group of friends that you suck at something with, like basically all right. four of us were suck, you know, basically are just starting from scratch making podcasts. And we, you know, so of course we're gonna suck, and so but with all us listening to each other. And giving feedback, it's so much encouragement that you can do this a hundred times and then at least start getting a little good at it, you know? Yeah, and, you know, improve together, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, I mean, it's it's almost essential to uh, getting better, you know? And, and so that's what we've kind of created here, and it's 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 pretty cool. Um, I, I encourage you to, to try, try it out with your friends. Maybe this could become a thing. So um, do you know about podcasts? Do you listen to any? Uh, I don't really listen to podcasts, but but I you know are what they aware are. of them. Is it like popular among the kids your age? Um, kids your age, you're 21. Sorry. Yeah. Well, okay. Young adults your age. Young adults my age. Uh, I, I don't really know. I don't know anyone that listens to podcasts. Most of the people I know are uh, more video game fanatics than they are internet fanatics. So, mm. um, I guess I'm a little of both. Although I own a computer more than I own something you know, big and fancy like an Xbox. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so do you, do you usually head, to, head towards the games of the graphics or do you care more just about the fun playability? Um, I, I like to have fun. I, uh, a few of my friends think I'm weird that I'll play a game for the story and, you know, um... Not necessarily for the game? Uh, yeah, some of the games are fun. Some, of um... There's different appeals to different games, I mean, but uh, I have a friend online, he's uh, from Great Britain, and he'll he'll bash Call, Call of Duty all day, but um, I think it was Modern Warfare 2, I just really like the introduction of, uh, you know, where 
we're the U.S. We've got all the we've got all the cool toys. So let's kind of introduce you to them. Uh huh. Uh huh. So it's um, you know they put a lot of work into writing some of that stuff too. And although you know the campaign isn't very long, and then you gotta go on multiplayer with screaming twelve year olds. You know. Speaking of that, so so yeah, I I um I always love the campaigns. I like it because you know usually they're they they generally you know easy into it you know and also the stories tend to be pretty good. I mean I think. Ever since 2000, even before that, like video game stories, the stories are almost as important as anything else. Like the stories and the music are uh, have just as high of a bar as the playability of the game. Oh, yeah. And uh, Grand Theft Auto especially has been uh, getting a bunch of music, uh, like all the music they can. Uh, yeah, yeah, Saints yeah. Row and like like uh, like popular music. Yeah. To um, play. I like think uh, Saints Row 3, they had a few Kanye West songs. And... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they they were pretty good, but you know, um, it, it's still like that's that's a big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. They if they can license enough music, it's really good. And uh, I think uh, the newest Grand Theft Auto Five got a uh, got an award because they had so so much licensed licensed music, and you can listen to, you know. Uh, Phil Collins come on the radio. <laughs> yeah, totally. So I, they got a, an award for that, did you say? Yeah, I think they got an award for... For just their ability to have so much so much copyrighted music. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you have accomplished getting rights to way more music than we'd ever expected. You, you get an award. We've just made a new class of award just for that. Yeah, you can you can listen to Phil Collins while you're shooting people out of the side of a moving vehicle. Yeah, it's Phil, Phil Collins. That's a big buck uh, get. Uh, yeah. D- Dan Dan is a big fan of Phil Collins. Is he? But um, he he wrote down here online bullies. So basically, he said the whole you know they they talked about how for women it's hard, but really he said it's not even just women. It's just like there's there's this culture of of you know kids saying like uh, you know. Um, like I raped you, fuck you, you you motherfucker. You know they they're always saying stupid like like nasty shit online, and he says, it, you know what it is. It's basically twelve, thirteen year olds. You know these aren't yeah. like uh, you know people that you would um, res- any respectable sort of people. They're just young kids that punks. You know just um, well just like like I, yeah out of control you know i mean not necessarily out of control but their kids they're not being watched by their parents they're kind of like totally you know and i i i, I totally see that i totally agree i mean i don't know how many kids that age i knew like were just little punks you know yeah um getting a thrill out of saying i'm of the per- mother yeah i'm of the personal opinion that if they can't spell motherfucker or they can't punctuate anything i'm not allowed to be offended by what they say <laughs> that's good I mean, you know, once once you know how to insult, that's, you know, until then you're just talking smack. So, so are you an insulter? Eh, uh, only occasionally, but I'm, you know. Did you find? Did you do it a lot more when you were younger? Uh, maybe, and not really. I've always been a little bit smarter and yeah, yeah, yeah. about things. I'm of. Uh, I try to go for a bit of smart humor, kind of tongue-in-cheek stuff. But uh, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, like, you've experienced it all the time. Yeah. And, and it's almost like, like, they almost spoil shit, you know? Like yeah, when, good stuff. When they're around. What's that? No, they spoil good things. And yeah. I kind of have a personal issue with people who try not to use syntax anyway, but... <laughs> 
you know, it's just, uh, you know, just the insults and stuff. If they're going to be that way, you don't really have to listen to them. But, you know, kids who aren't me and 21 and actual actually been on the internet for a while are just, you know, they don't know that. They're going to be blasted by it. Yeah. And that's not even the worst of it, too. I mean, there are people, the smarter people who do want to hurt you will actually know how to really say the really hurtful stuff mm -hmm. or spread stuff on Facebook. Like, Becky's so fat, Becky, Becky's so ugly or whatever, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. just completely ruin someone, someone's life, and that sucks. Yeah, no, I, I I get it. I mean, it's it ex it's existed well way before the internet, and it's just it's found at different forms, and people have powers, in different ways. But it also in some ways empowers. Yeah, the thirteen year old they feel like they're they're prominent in charge, but I'm sure it also empowers some some fat kid that that gets bullied all the time, and then he gets to go online and and takes it be whoever he wants. Yeah be whoever he wants it's it, in a sense it's escapism in some ways yeah it, it can be escapism and i'm a little guilty of escapism myself but i've uh i've met a lot of people online that i consider just as close friends as anyone i could meet and talk to yeah it, it's a cool kind of double standard there is the, the internet can be so shallow but yet also it could be like the place where you can find the person that like is so perfect, you know, like is mm -hmm. so, so much meets the, the things, you know, it's a lot easier if you dip into the internet to find someone that shares your interests than to dip into your, you know, your small local town. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's a group of, I have a chat group on Skype of people. Uh, one of them lives in Arizona. One of them is in, uh, Finland. Uh -huh. Another one in Great Britain, uh, not far outside of London, um, one in Canada. Um, I think the Canadian guy left, but the last one is uh, Arkansas, I think. Nice. But yeah, just all over the world and you can find people who share your common interests and yeah. it's almost like an online peer group and you may never meet them or yeah. you may and, meet them. And actually, I mean, if you make really close friends, I mean, that's kind of part of this. Like all these people that we're doing this podcast with are all... Um, you know, uh, live all over the place. Like one lives up in Albany, one lives in New Hampshire, and one lives in San Francisco right now. And we all feel like this is the first time, like we've had Facebook, we've had everything, but this is the first time that we really feel like we're hanging out. Like, yeah. like, like back in college, it's like talking like this. It's a very interesting format to do it, but yet it it's so much more fulfilling, it feels, than Facebook. Wait, who's in San Francisco? I, I'd kind of be suspicious of that guy. That's as far from here as you can get. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Chris. Yeah, it's uh, he's actually with the closer friends. He's from Buffalo area too. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he he's out there for school. But yeah, I, I I'm suspicious. He's out there for the beach. <laughs> yeah, he actually just got his graduate degree. Congratulations again to Chris for that gradu uh, graduate degree. He's got a master's in. Um, maybe uh, drama education. Well, now let's see him use it. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Good point there because uh, we were just talking about how goddamn scared he is now. At least when he was doing in college, he had something to do, you know, but now, like, he has to get a job or basically 
feel you know like like basically to find a job as a, a drama teacher is not going to be easy but he's open to moving anywhere but i mean he's really scared that he might not find one well know? um if he has enough drama friends i uh, had drama one in high school and uh yeah. the teacher had a friend come in and he did his own original play and i guess he probably got a share of the proceeds from it but um, he was a good friend of hers, and he writes his own plays, and I bet he had some sort of degree in drama, too. So if he knows enough people, he could probably do that for a while until he finds something steady. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm sure there's options. Like, I, I know he wants to be teaching college, so I'm sure that, um, like, that if th that being his end goal, he definitely might have, there might be some options like that that you could, could get him closer. Like I Like, for teaching, I had substitute teaching. That really was a big in like it gets you into schools it gets people to know you and when people know you you know well so he's he's going to be teaching college acting in california why why is that hard i mean <laughs> college acting. yeah everyone wants to be an actor in california right right so he shouldn't have much of a problem uh he's talking about you know everyone jumping the cal train have you heard of that just people the... people migrating to california for like you know the the, the scene the progressiveness and yeah that. well i won't i won't see him getting tenure but he could probably get a job pretty easily it's it's the acting state so i don't know if if he wants to stay if there is something in california i'm sure he no i don't i don't know what chris wants chris said i think he said he didn't want snow and he didn't want winter anymore that was his only stipulation he wanted to stay somewhere where it was didn't have a bad winter um even though he's from buffalo but he just, uh, I, I, I get it. Maybe it is yeah. exactly because he's from Buffalo that he wants to be, get away from the winter if he has a chance. Oh, choice. gosh, yeah. yeah. Have you ever played the Walking Dead game? Uh, the game where you play as the, I guess, the black guy and uh, Lee. Lee, yeah. I actually played that at uh, my Uncle David's house, your older brother David. So right. uh, Anna had Walking Dead on the PlayStation and... Uh, or Xbox, rather. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I guess no spoilers, but that game depressed me by the end. <laughs> he was saying that you have to, have to like... I mean, I, I actually, since probably... Since high school, basically, I, or college, I've done some decent stuff in college, but uh, since then, I haven't basically done video games at all. I haven't had the time. But, uh, um, so, so, like, I've never played walking dead but but i've been described it and so he he said that uh, you have a lot of like shitty decisions where it's either a bad decision or another bad decision right yeah you, you have, have to choose have your, who kill to... your friend or kill your mother right it's something like that although your mother isn't in the game i yeah. think the first one is uh say save the kid who's a little bit special or save the guy who could be useful and uh <laughs> At the end of each chapter, they show you how many how many percent of people chose this decision. So, uh -huh. I I saved the kid, and apparently seventy percent of people let let the little bastard die. <laughs> well, I mean, I it, think I think in the playing game world, like when you're like making a decision like in a completely practical way, I would choose to let the kid die too. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's it's very dynamic storytelling, though, and, uh, you know, one decision affects a lot of the other stuff, and uh, they'll, they do the format like The Walking Dead, like at the end of each chapter. So it's like create your own adventure. Yeah, and they show, like, different previews, and, uh, you know, event eventually it gets near the end of the game, and, you know, a lot of people have died by then, but mm. you 
ended up going through a heck of a lot of crap in the game and uh and so you just got depressed right yeah it's it's almost i almost call it a quick time event the game too because you have to you have to say things within about eight seconds or you're just going to say absolutely nothing so you have to make split second de- decisions of what you want to say and uh, and uh if there's a zombie coming at you if you don't act fast enough you you get eaten so, so is the Walking Dead game, is the dynamic of it more about the, the stress of decisions more than the actual playability of it? Um, playability of it, basically, um, you get downtime where you can walk around and you basically end up solving puzzles. Like, uh-huh. you need to get this object to do this, that, and the other thing. And then you have, uh, you know, intermittent periods of where it's mostly dialogue, story, and quick time events. <laughs> and you've got to... Not that you have to really button mash, but you have to be able to position the cursor just in the right time so that you don't get hit, don't get eaten, and uh. sometimes sometimes not acting will be fine, but if you do act, it actually positively impacts the story. Okay. Like, uh, saving someone quicker than someone else will have them be trustful of you. Okay. Interesting. It sounds like it's almost like there's a million ways it could end up. Pretty much. I mean, even minor decisions kind of affect things a little bit differently, affects minor dialogue. <laughs> and um, even minor stuff like like you'll get a little indicator like, um, oh, uh, you start off as Lee and he was going to prison because he ended up getting charged with killing a guy. Uh-huh. And so if you actually, you know, kind of mention it halfway that you were in a squad car before all the crap went down it'll say like oh so and so will remember that and later on they'll kind of bring it up and it's like why were you in the squad car there you go that's crazy yeah it's very dynamic storytelling and they must i mean it's it must take them forever i guess they just they just go down a whole bunch of rabbit holes in the programming yeah um imagine there's like i mean if there's that many scenarios i don't i don't know they must do it some something like like al- algorithmic in some way. Yeah, probably. It seems like um, some of the dialogue options are just uh, it'll kind of cut the camera for a second and then go back to whatever. Like if you did mention something, it'll stick an additional piece of somebody saying something in there yeah. or whatnot. Or if you didn't say anything, it'll not put that in there. And um, everything's like subtle shifts, but it seems like every decision is connected to a few certain things and. The more major stuff that happens, there's more multiple stuff that can happen. Can happen. That, that is pretty pretty cool. I, I I mean, if I had the time, I would love to check something like that out. So, have you actually? Uh, it reminds I'm getting nostalgic about. Have you? Did you ever read those little create your own adventure books? Yeah, uh, that, the some, goosebumps ones. Or, goosebumps ones. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, so you either uh, eat this and you get really big and start having issues, or you eat this and get really small and you get eaten by a squirrel. Yeah, it sounds like Alice in Wonderland. Um, but yeah, th- those were fun. I mean, I, 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 w- I almost want to write one now, but I mean, I remember I would go to the library and I, I read all those through, but they they were, they were so fun. Cause like you could just get like maybe three scenarios into it and eh, you're dead. Like there's so many ways to just die in those things. I, I, I love those, those books. 
um, I, don't, I don't know. It, it's uh, they are never that long, even though they were like probably what like a half inch thick books. Yeah. Like usually you would get through it in about ten minutes. I think that was also kind of what I liked about it. Yeah, but like you know, oh hey, there's an orc. Wave hello to the orc. The orc guts you. You're dead. <laughs> two pages in, you're done. <laughs> yeah, two. Yeah, exactly. I love I love that that can happen. But then also it can get a little exhausting because you have to like kind of go through through it. I guess I could cheat and like um, kind of take off to the point where I made a bad decision and then then just make the good decision. But I think I would start over right from the beginning. Oh gosh, yeah, that's. I guess uh, did I do that? I, that sounds dumb. <laughs> th- yeah, that uh, that's almost like you would do on a computer. Like you get about um, an but, hour in and suddenly you die, and then I go if back an hour, go back complete <laughs> hour and start from scratch. But like in the I'm, book, you could just kind of. I'm a me- I'm I'm hold. creating my own nostalgic memories. Yeah, kind of. Do, do you have any memories that you you create? Um. Or that you're suspicious that you created, like especially like when you're really little. Yeah, kinda. Um, I can't recall one off of the top of my head, but uh, you know, I've I've been through 21 years, so I've already got a lot of nostalgia, and I feel old. (laughs) Then then I realize I'm 21, and I don't feel like I'm 21 yet, and. At least at least until I get carded, but. You never feel like it until. So it's, I mean, you, you actually, you never really feel like where you are is where you are until you're past it, really. Right. Yeah, it's it's interesting. You never remember, you never notice yourself getting older. Um. What What was I saying? That yeah, that that is funny. All that shite. Yeah, but anyway, with The Walking Dead, it does eventually come to a close, much in the same general way story ending so it kind of coalesces once it gets in interesting yeah yeah i I could i can see that so so it's basically you got a million ways to get to the practically the same place yeah you get basically you can get to most of the middle and then from there the decisions kind of have less and less impact sounds like you could play that game a bunch of times and like enjoy it every time yeah uh, let certain people die, let other people not die, and you still get berated about it by a guy later on. <laughs> yeah. No matter what you do. That's, that's funny. Yeah, there's I, it's, a, it's It sounds extremely clever. Yeah, there's a guy in the final chapter, and just no spoilers, but for every bad decision you've made, he'll he'll kind of bring it up in all sarcastic manner. Like, you know, why why the heck did you let this guy die and save the girl? You know, he was kind of useful. Well, you know, I, I couldn't save them both. I tried, but... <laughs> um, I Yeah, I got to play that game. Okay, one last subject there, and then we'll get off Dan topics. But, um, but thank you, Dan, for your beautiful notes once again. Wonderful notes. You can clap too, Alex. Um... I think we're clipping a lot of that. <laughs> See those? Bam. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, he said he called this episode "Sometimes a Shark is Just a Shark," and um, I thought, or the the reason he said that, I and I agreed with his point. Um, he talked about Jaws. Someone was interpreting Jaws in like a, you know, like like basically. Jaws represented something about society on blah, blah, blah. You know, basically take, taking the liberty to say that this is what Spielberg meant or whoever made Jaws when they made Jaws, right? 
I think it was Spielberg, yeah. Yeah, it was Spielberg, but I mean, like, was he the major creator, writer, and everything? Probably. He's written a lot of stuff. He wrote E.T. Yeah, so either way, if, if that's true, then yeah, Steven Spielberg, like, did he think that when he, you know, it's like when you look at a painting and you make an interpretation and then you, it's like, it's making a lot of goddamn assumptions there, isn't it? You know, like if you if you made a picture and I said, well, that while clearly Alex was representing his childhood here, you know, and uh, and he wanted um, to take a shit on his father. <laughs> oh, uh, well, oh, I won't comment on that. But uh, I, I, I that just came out came out of uh, from nowhere. Take take a shit on a squirrel, and the squirrel represents his father. See that? See that's what I mean. Like oh. so 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 this this rat taking a dump on a squirrel. You know what I mean? And I would interpret it that way. And so it's just like the the interpretation goes way beyond probably what I mean. Half the time when you're making something, you're not even really thinking what you're trying to represent, right? Yeah, not that I. I... I wouldn't even be able to draw a rat and a squirrel. I could, I could, I could probably draw the dump, but <laughs> Cause that's pretty easy. Yeah, just get the brown crayon, go wild. But uh, you know, okay. So a shark is sometimes just a shark. I, I suppose that Jaws was probably made for the exact same reason that Sharknado is a thing. They want a movie where there's a big damn shark. And or something, and, and that's all there is to it. It's just about having a big cool shark. Yeah, and the only explanation as to why it's like, oh, hey, we had to we had to have this genetically modified shark is because sharks don't get that big normally. <laughs> so they kind of have to have a weeble wobble half half ass sto- story for why it's there, and now they've got a. They've got to set up who their protagonist is, who their woman is. But really, all they really want is just a big ass shark. Yeah, and people get eaten. And, and people getting eaten. That's, and explosions. That's the real point. And that's what the audience wants. They just like, they see that. I mean, they, you make your story, you make it interesting, whatever you want to do, but I want a goddamn big shark. Yeah. Or a crocodile. Or, or a crocodile. Or all those or rhi- trees. Rhino. There is a rhino? <laughs> I don't know. That'd be cool. That'd be the next one. Or that, uh, uh, rhino on attack. Or or snakes on a plane. Yeah, snakes on a plane. Get those mother bleeping snakes off that mother bleeping plane. plane. Oh, yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. He's, he's pretty much got a patent on the word motherfucker. Mother bleeping. Yeah. Sorry. No, 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 no. Please, this is this, uh, swear words are open for conversation here. I, I just um, meant like um, uh, he he um, they they keep making fun of him because there was like a clean version of it, and oh. I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was like completely embarrassing. It was like a very low point for Samuel Jackson's career, where where I mean in the the R version, it's motherfucking snakes off the motherfucking plane, and and in the uh, yeah, in, in the clean version, it was like, get these mother jacking snakes off this mother bleeping thing. It oh, was God. completely embarrassing. And I can't, I can't remember what exactly the words were, but... I they could, they could just blot that part out. I know. Why didn't they just take the whole... I, I guess I guess uh, people needed to see Samuel Jackson say mother bleep... You know, that, that scene was too important to the... Uh, to the, <laughs> to the um, the quality the of plot, the movie. The plot of the movie. They, we need it. It is so necessary that we have to embarrass Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, God. Um, yeah, that guy has been in a lot of movies. Yeah. Um, Do you think he was good in Star Wars? I, I think he was exactly what he needed to be. and uh, the, the bald black guy. 
Well, yeah, that and, you know, very zen, and that's kind of a side you don't really see of him. Yeah, I mean, he he, he did okay with it. I think it's, maybe maybe that's it. Like, Sam has been so many people in so many different ways in movies that I just can't, I can't help but see him in other movies when I see him in Star Wars. You know, I can't just see him with fresh eyes. You know, yeah. he's so tainted. He's so tainted with mother bleeping snakes. And uh, have you seen uh, the Captain America movies? No, I've heard about them. Were they pretty good? Yeah, um, well, the second one had Nick Fury in it pretty pretty well. And, you know, even in the Avengers, uh, you almost expect him to get pissed off enough Nick at the... Nick Fury? Nick Fury, yeah, you almost expect him to get pissed off enough at the Is that an superiors. actor's name or is that Samuel L. Jackson played Nick Fury? Samuel L. Jackson plays Nick Nick Fury. He actually Who's secured the rights in like two thousand three. <laughs> so that's a superhero. Yeah, and kind of, he runs What's his power. He, he's not exactly a superhero. He just black black mood or you know, uh, he gives gives you soul like real black soul looks. Well, no. Uh, well, okay, no. Actually, that is almost appropriate. But he's. Uh, he basically runs the uh, big organization, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D., which is basically like the CIA. If they had a giant uh, helipad that floats through the sky and shoots missiles. Okay. So he runs that, and he has an eye patch, and he is... So he, so he's he's not really a superhero. He's more just like a, a real bad... Like, is he a bad guy or a good guy? Uh, he's got a lot of technologies. They, they kind of imply both that he's... Uh, he's like uh, a neutral character. Yeah, he's a real. He's one of the good guys, but he ends up, you know, he hides things from the, you know, the, the group, yeah. the group, and they kind of get him on that, and he ends up suffering for it at some point. But he, underlying it, he really is the good guy, and yeah. So, um, <laughs> oh man, so uh, so yeah, uh, that was a big deal, wasn't it? Isn't there a second one coming out? The um, Avengers. Yeah, or is Avengers. It the Avengers or Captain America? Is, or is, that, uh, Captain the same, is that the same thing? Uh, Captain America 2 came out this year, I believe, and that, I mean, it runs into the Avengers. One of the main okay. characters is in there because it's basically... Chris Chris was really into that. He, he was, like, telling me about, about that, one of the listeners here, and I, I, I was kind of interested for a second. Like, I, I think, um, I don't know if it was Iron Man or maybe there was a preview for it on Iron Man. Or something like that. Yeah. But it was a big deal to him. Or Thor. Thor was a big deal, and he said like Thor was like leading into Captain America, which was leading into the Avengers. Yeah, they imply a lot of stuff. They put things in the previews, and that started with Iron Man, and they've been they've been uh, working on doing Avengers for years and years, and so they've basically got Iron Man, Thor, um, Captain America. Uh, let me think. Superman. Uh, no, no, Superman is a different comic company. Um, so what is this, Marvel or... or Marvel. Uh, this is Marvel. Uh, Hawkeye doesn't even get his own movie. Hulk. Hulk. Yeah, there we go. Hulk. He's probably going to have another actor by the time they give him another movie. Because huh. he, he had... Uh, there was Hulk, and uh, I forget the guy's name, but then they changed it. Uh, they changed the guy for the next Hulk movie, which was The Incredible Hulk. And then for this, they changed it to uh, Mark Ruffalo. Uh, and uh, Well, there's only one Hulk in my mind. And his name is Yufa Ringel. 
Yeah, they actually had Lou Ferrigno voice uh, the big guy. For... Oh, really? Yeah, so it was uh, Mark Ruffalo playing, you know, the scientist, but then Lou Ferrigno would be in the Hulk form. They He'd be the Lou Ferrigno voice. Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? Hulk smash. Hulk smash, Hulk, Hulk. <laughs> yeah, it gets really angry. That's awesome. Oh, man, Alex. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, actually, you're kind of... Uh, See, the the guys kind of pick on me because I'm so out of touch with with uh, everything. Everything. Yeah. I mean, but well, not that cruel, but it it you know, but it yet yeah, then again, I'm not. It's not like I'm you know, it should I feel in, like not no pride by it? I don't know. I mean, to not be in touch with with culture, I guess, is one thing. But I mean, it's is it necessary? Necessary, it, in the end. But you know, it's just like, um, like, what does it accumulate in your mind? But just a lot of joy and happy thoughts, and and maybe things that you feel like you've been experiencing with the whole world. But I mean, you know, if I would have uh, been that way when I was younger, I would have missed out on things like Britney Spears. I don't even know anything about uh, that meat suit girl. What's her name? Lady Gaga. Oh gosh. And you Wait, know you. Uh, you're proud I've never of heard the, her play. Hammer. You're proud of missing out on Britney Spears or not missing out on Britney Spears? No, I'm not proud. I mean, I'm just saying if I were doing that, I would have missed out on shit like that. So I'm actually kind of, you know, in the end, I mean, even though I'm missing out, I'm usually missing out on things that aren't that that great anyways. Yeah, I mean, you know, some of the stuff isn't important and I mean, there are some things you can you can do or do without, but like uh, Game of Thrones, everybody's really harp or really onto that recently. Yeah, and... I mean, there are some things that are able to pierce through even my, you know, uh, in whatever realm of of consciousness. And um, Game of Thrones has. I'm actually watching. Um, I I have been a long fan of Adventure Time. I'm 100% current with that. I watch Naruto. You maybe know that Naruto. Uh, how f- how far are you on that? I am caught up to the. Uh, oh God! Right, right, right. Are you caught up on it? Um, I I basically got to uh, Shippuden, got a few episodes in, and just kind of read up the rest of them. So. Oh yeah, you do the manga. Uh, well, no, I just kind of read Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah, a little bit some, easier. Sometimes, yeah, you could waste a lot of time watching some of those filler episodes. But, I mean, for the most part, it's, I love it. I mean, it it's a fun show for me. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, currently it's it's got, it's got it's now getting to a pretty exciting part. But, yeah, there are there's just episodes and episodes of just, like, you know, just... Monotonous, me, monotonous, yeah. But yet, then again, I do enjoy it. But I also know, okay, this is filler. Like it's, it's very clear, you know. And they have that in all sorts of um, uh, anime. It's like it's just one of like a Japanese style of doing it, right? The manga yeah. is really exciting, and it like goes forth real fast. But when uh, and and there's always some new like thing going on. But once they go to the filler stuff, it's just like kind of like, well, here's let's talk about a story about this character and what they what they were like when they were five years old, you know? Oh gosh! And then you're just like, oh, okay, that's that's great. Oh yeah, that's what they've been doing is uh, they kind of got to near the end of the story and then they're filling in with Kakashi's childhood. The, cause... Yeah, yeah, and they'll do that for freaking months. Sometimes they'll do like four or five episodes in a row that way. Not that everybody doesn't like Kakashi, but yeah, no, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed all the the stuff about Kakashi. It was, I mean, it made it more 
more deep understanding of the relationship between him and uh, what's his name, uh, Madara or Mut- uh, everybody basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he has a very interesting background. But it, I don't think I don't think the filler is as bad as uh, Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. <laughs> Dragon Ball where they're powering up for about four or five episodes. Yeah. Oh, I'm almost ready. Bruh. <laughs> yeah, and they, uh, I remember watching Dragon Ball Z where they were spending three episodes making a big deal about the spirit bomb. And <laughs> at, by, the end, by the end of the time when they actually get to use it, it, it just kind of fizzles. <laughs> it, it misses. It actually misses. Yeah. Which sucks. Oh, man, it's been forever since I've seen Dragon Ball Z. But, I mean, Naruto basically picks right up where that left off, you know. I mean, I'm sure Dragon Ball Z is still being made, isn't it? Uh, Dragon yeah, they they still have, they have renditions, I think. right? Yeah, and Yu-Gi-Oh! has all, all kinds of ungodly spinoffs so yeah. that they can sell cards. And... That's another one of those. Pokemon. Yeah, where uh, Ash is still perpetually 10. They, they uh, kind of... You know, they imply that time has gone on, and yet in, like, the latest season, they kind of introduce him at the beginning, and it's like, oh, hey, Ash Ketchum from Pallet Town, he's still 10. <laughs> yeah, just like Bart Simpson always, uh... I mean, they could age him a bit, it yeah. wouldn't be too hard, they've implied that a lot of time has gone by, and, you know, there's plenty of characters that... It, you know, they can fill in if they're worried about losing the I know, kid it dynamic. Would, it would be interest. I mean, it would be nice, you know, just pass it on to a new kid every once in a while. What the fuck, man? And just, and you could have Ash that grows up with the kids that w- were his age when he was a five or yeah. six, or well, ten-year-old, whatever. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think there's a Japanese version. They kind of do one where it uh, follows all different, all different characters, uh, I think it's just a manga still, but it follows basically the different protagonists of the game. Uh, Alex, and... you're, you're basically me if I didn't like get out of like track of all these things since, yeah. since like maybe you know 2002 or something like that. I look up a little bit of everything. I have too much free time on my hands. Yeah, but, I mean, it's just it's just funny. I mean, I, I love nerding out on anime. I, I was a big fan of Pokemon. I think uh, I think Chris was too. I, I like the video games. I, I was a fan of them. Uh, All though, the handhelds, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. Do you think it's about the collecting thing? I mean, what what's what's the fun thing about... The, uh, I mean, I like the game. The game was pretty fun. It has many aspects. It can appeal to most people. I mean, yeah. there's... It's, uh, it's basically Darwinism meets cockfighting, but... Um, <laughs> Right, uh, yeah, evolution, yeah, yeah. evolution of everything, and but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's the gotta collect them all. I was never that much into collecting. I was just, you know, get a team together and battle and uh, play that, it like a fantasy game. That's the other fucking thing about collecting cards. I mean, how many like, no matter what sort of cards you collect, you're gonna end up getting a million of a certain kind. That's just like, you know, oh, I got another blah blah blah. You know, I oh, I got another Pikachu. I got about fifteen Pikachus. You have to go through that that like 15 times before you finally get like you know like a fire bird or something like that you know oh yeah yeah what's that fire bird name uh moltres moltres you know and that i think that's so annoying yeah i haven't kept up with pokemon in a while but um you know, I, I almost feel old when I say, I remember when there was 150, and only 151 if you actually counted Mew, because it was really special, but yeah, now there's I, I, uh, 700, I don't, 
I don't think it's 700, but it's like I, 600 something. I or talked so. to some girl like that was really into Pikachu or uh, Pokemon, and I tried to like kind of keep up with the 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 characters, and I basically got to the first generation and maybe like half of the second generation because I just by the time second generation came around, they just all looked like blobs. I mean, they just it felt like they stopped getting being creative, you know. Well, uh. I mean, it's like, how can you go beyond all the, like, archetypes of the first 150? I mean, they probably rubbed it into the ground at that point, and then they just put out another 150. Well, yeah, they've got uh, they've got one that's an ice cream cone now. <laughs> they, they've got one that's a chandelier, and it'll gradually evolve from, like, a lantern to a chandelier and <laughs> junk. And, I mean, they've got some really cool-looking ones, but... Uh, uh. And they've kind of been having a theme, like, every uh, fire starter has been... Um, They've been going through the Chinese Zodiac. So there's Charmander, who's, uh, I guess, the dragon. There's uh, Cyndaquil, which is the rat. Um, they have uh, Torchic, chicken. Um, let me see. They had a fire pig and a fire monkey. I, I mean, because that's the two things you really need to combine is... Uh, fire, fire and, and monkeys. Yeah, flaming poo bombs. Nice. Is that how, how it fights? Um, I wouldn't be you surprised, wish. but probably no. It's a PG-13 games. They throw it on and it sticks on you. Like tar. It makes it real hard to get it off. You can't, you can't even your stop, Pokemon, and roll. Your Pokemon's like stunned, burned, and uh, keeps losing HP. Yeah, it keeps losing HP every round. That'd be awesome. And can't hit anything. <laughs> and, and also like some, some damage to his no- nose from all this terrible smell. Oh yeah, that'd be really bad. There's a Pokemon that's uh, called Nose Pass. It's basically like a Moai head with a giant nose on. <laughs> What's its special ability? Um, I think it, it's just a rock Pokemon, and uh, oh, okay. it's called Nose Pass. It uh, the description has its nose always pointing like magnetic north or something, or nice. being able to point magnetic north. <laughs> and, then they kind of evolve it so that it gets one of those uh, Devo hats, the red cone hats, oh, nice. and a giant uh, mustache. But when you look really closely, it's not a mustache. It's nose hair that uh, got groomed into one. Nice. So they... So, they uh, so, I mean, so maybe it's like a nose as in like, like thinking of like a carrier position. It's just like a nose that like... Or like a dog that like can sense directions and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that would probably be the concept. But honestly, I really do think that they have to smoke a lot of weed or a lot of opium to come up with some of these things. Yeah, who knows? Oh, hey, I've got a pencil here. Let's make a Pokemon out of oh, it. Oh, man. I, w- I would... I don't know. Are the, I don't know. Are, do you think they're even trying anymore? Do you think they just like take a dartboard and just throw it at one picture and then throw it at something? Rock and foot. Okay. Rock yeah, foot. Rock foot, yeah. That, right, that wouldn't got, surprise um, me. We got uh, berries. Well, I don't know. That's not one of the elements. Water and pelvis. All right, water pelvis. Oh, uh, that, that that would be bad. That, that would be bad? Yeah. Well, you know that that's not lemon juice. But well, it would be it would be pelvis with like uh, yeah, that's not lemon juice. It would uh, be a pelvis with like a pair of underwear on or something like that. Uh, well, I I still say they have to keep it PG thirteen. Yeah. But you know, it's just you know they ha- they have some good ones. They put effort into their legendaries, but they've uh, unfortunately that's gotten so convoluted now as well because the last game they had. Uh, Basically, the creator of the universe, and you stick it in a Pokeball. 
So you're you're going to give all the power of the universe and the cosmos so to, a thir- ever, uh, to a ten year old. How could you ever up that one? <laughs> um, make make the creators of the other universes. Yeah, there you go. Or yeah, I think they've gotten like time, space, creator of the universe. Uh, they they can only. It's like saying infinity, infinity plus one. <laughs> oh yeah, the yeah that's the classic. Oh yeah yeah. Anyway, so. Um, I guess we got through all the topics. We got through friend. all the topics. We talked about anime. We talked about Pokemon. We talked about video games. We talked about sharks being sharks. Um, I, that's that almost sounds Freudian, though. <laughs> yeah, but that one part. Yeah, and sometimes I, I, a shark of, is just a shark. Sometimes a shark is just a shark. Yeah, it sounds sound Freudian. Philosophical. Sometimes a pipe is just a pipe, or a cigar is just a cigar. Sometimes. <laughs> so either way, I think this is a good place to to come near an end. So so uh, I hope you enjoyed yourself. I have some outro music to to help us ease oh, awesome. out of here. So um, yeah, did you so uh, you're spending the whole summer up here, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, just getting to meet the family and everything. And, uh, you know, that's pretty cool, so. The Franklin side. Well, you're, meet, you're probably meeting the Pratt side, too, right? You haven't seen them in a long time. Yeah, a little bit. I uh, gotta meet some of the Pratts. And... Yeah. So he's meeting the, the, the New York influences, the New York families. Yeah, which is a lot. A lot, right? That's most of your family, right? Yeah, pretty much, and both sides are equally big. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, it's been quite a pleasure, and uh, you're going to be leaving tomorrow. Uh, my mom and dad came to town for Sophia's birthday and they brought Alex along and uh, it's it's a really a, just a pleasant surprise and hopefully this will be the beginning of um, of something more right uh, maybe yeah maybe never know you know we, we're always family no matter what yep we got the blood that binds yeah that Franklin blood you can't can't shake that shit oh hell no <laughs> all right See you, Alex. Yep, peace out.